Welcome to the Linglestown Life Podcast. In today's message, Pastor George preaches about celebrations and being joyful in all circumstances. This message was first preached on August 29th, 2021 at the Linglestown Life Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Linglestown Life Podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. So we're celebrating today, right? Uh, and why do we need to celebrate? Well, when you think about it, I mean, so much of the last year, year and a half, um, we just missed the opportunity to celebrate, didn't we? We missed, we missed opportunities to celebrate graduations and weddings and birthday parties. We even, we even just really missed the opportunity of just being together with extended family and friends. And so, so today, today, we're going to just talk celebration and how important celebration is for everybody's life. And we want to get really practical about that today and how we can build celebration into your life. So make sure you get your sermon outline out because there's some homework for you to do on there. And uh, for those of you who are in the room or those of you joining us online, you can always use your Bible app on your phone. Yes, you're allowed to use your phone in church if you're on the Bible app, okay? Um, but let's go back to our key verse one more time, and uh, let's, let's share that key verse one more time. Everybody, let's say this together. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. All right? So, talking about celebration, I decided to look some things up this week. I found this really neat article that especially applied to, uh, to, to the workplace but just talked about how important celebration is. Any of you ever celebrate at work? Okay, well, you ought to come to work here then because we celebrate all the time. There's always something to celebrate. But, but celebration is important at work because, well, celebration moves forward positive behavioral changes in a workplace. Uh, same can be said about home and in our neighborhoods. But here was a little quote I found. It said, the neuroscience research shows that celebration works wonders in the brain. Okay? You thought it was just in here, you know, just made you feel good. But it's actually something that's happening up here in our brain because what's happening is celebration is releasing a powerful array of chemicals that include oxytocin, endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, and something else I read later on about this. It helps with cortisol, and if you know anything from watching those infomercials on television, cortisol is what makes you get a big belly. So anyway, so if you're more cheerful, you, you're, you're going to work on your waistline. It's okay? That's just from me. Anyway, but celebration is just good for you. And I think what's neat is if you think about all of those things that happen in our brain, God created this way. God, God created celebration so that we had something to, uh, to look forward to in our lives. And, and just remember this, that what gets celebrated in your life gets repeated. 
what a wonderful reminder for all of us. So today we're going to talk about four things that we need to celebrate. We're going to go through this real quick, so don't worry, it's not a long message today. But, uh, but four things that we need to celebrate in our lives. Number one, we need to learn to celebrate milestones. We need to learn to celebrate milestones. Now, if, if you think about this, the word milestones, we often just, you know, sort of push it all together, but I put a space in there because really, what are milestones? They are markers that were piled up along the road to mark miles, okay? Milestones. So as the word implies, they were stones that were used to mark the distance that you have traveled or the distance to your next destination. Now, when we think about milestones, milestones are things like birthdays and anniversaries, but milestones can also be things like going back to school. I mean, there are lots of things. Uh, getting a new job might be a milestone. Now, what, what's really neat to me is when you go back and look through the Old Testament specifically, uh, God oftentimes directed his people to, uh, to actually create milestones or or more importantly in the scripture probably, uh, a little altar areas so that they could mark a special occasion where God revealed his faithfulness to the people. Now, there is, uh, there is this wonderful story in Joshua chapter 4 where after Moses has passed away, Joshua gets to lead the people into the promised land. And as he, as he leads them to cross the Jordan River into the promised land, the, the water once again is separated and the people walk safely across the Jordan River. And, and God says to Joshua while they are walking across there, he says, I want you to take 12 stones from the middle of the river and I want you to set them up as an altar, as a, as a milestone, as a marker so that in the future, you will be reminded of God's faithfulness for succeeding generations. So I want you to think about this for a moment. You know, when we celebrate milestone events in our lives, like birthdays and anniversaries, it's really a time for us to celebrate and remember God's faithfulness. To remember where God has brought us through or to remember God's faithfulness as he's taking us to someplace new. So here's what I want you to do on your sermon outline. You can do this at home on a piece of paper. Uh, write down some of the milestones that are coming up in your life or in the life of your family. And, and as you make a note on there, I want you to think about how are you going to create a milestone to remember this moment? to remember how God is at work, how God has been with you in the past year as you've moved toward this time, or how you anticipate God showing forth his faithfulness in the coming year. So that's the first thing, that's milestones. Milestones are important celebrations in our lives. The second thing we're gonna talk about celebrating today is progress, progress or progress, depending upon where you live. Um, so anyway, how many of you have something like this at your house? Okay, maybe something small. No, I don't mean a ruler. I mean, I mean, yeah, it does look like a ruler, doesn't it? No, this is a growth chart, okay? 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, it, it's not marked up. I, I'm not a very good uh, marker of my, uh, my, my growth or my grandkids' growth as I'm supposed to. I guess it's supposed to go this way, actually. There we go. That's better. Um, I'm not really 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six, um, starts there. Anyway, you know, when I was a kid... Now, I don't know how many of you might have done this too, but when I was a kid, we all stood along the door frame and we would, you know, put little marks, pencil marks. You know, when, when I moved my mom out of her house where we had lived my entire life, I, I wish I would have ripped the door frame out and brought it with me because we just had, we had a whole you know, lifetime of marks on that, uh, on that door frame. But, you know, growth charts, however you create them, you know, are opportunities to celebrate progress. I mean, I remember as a kid, every time I could make a new mark on the, on the door frame, it was sort of like, yeah, I grew. And, and think about this for a moment. It, it's celebration, isn't it? To, to know that you have grown, to know that you have changed in some positive way. Um, and, and that's something to celebrate. And, and hopefully all of us have a growth chart someplace, a, a goal of, of what we want to achieve in life, or, or we can look back at our life and say, hey, I have, I have grown in a certain way during the past year, and I want to celebrate that growth that is happening. You know, as kids get ready to go back to school, think about this. What does every kid get in school to mark their progress? A report card, yeah, okay. Now, I don't know about any of you, but when I was a kid, when I brought my report card home, I was always excited because I think I got a dime for every A I got. I didn't get a lot of A's, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, you could buy a lot of candy at the local candy store for a dime back in, in those days. But, uh, you know, what if all of us created a, a, a report card. What would you put on your report card to, to sort of mark your progress uh, on your daily journey or on a longer journey that you're thinking about? Well, would you take a moment right now on your, uh, on your paper to, uh, to maybe write down something that you want to grow in right now? Um, I, I love this word from the Apostle Paul when he wrote to, to the disciples of Jesus in Philippi. He said this uh, in, in, to the Philippians. He said, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with, with joy. For, for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until, it's, until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. You know, what was Paul doing with, with the Philippian disciples? He was reminding them that they were a part of growing the church. And so he was celebrating the progress of the gospel. He was celebrating the progress of the disciples. And I want you to think about how you are progressing as a disciple of Jesus. And as you think about that, as you, as you 
contemplate how, how you are progressing, uh, I want you to think about the third thing this morning, and that is people, okay? The third way we're going to talk about celebration today is people, okay? Uh, now, last week, Matt Jenkins, who, who did a great job sharing the message last week, shared the stories of lost things from Luke chapter 15. He, he talked about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost sons. And, you know, I, I just love, I love when you get to the end of the story of the prodigal son as we normally know it, but, but it's really the story of the lost sons. And, and the father celebrates his sons who are found. And as Matt reminded us last week, he said, all people are valuable. And I love how that comes through in the words of the father when he says this from Luke 15, 32. He said, we had to celebrate and be glad. We had to be, or we had to celebrate and be glad. There was no question about it. People are worth celebrating. Uh, I love even earlier in that passage where Jesus talks about how angels rejoice over people who are found. And, and, you know, anytime we can help somebody understand that they are found, that they are loved by God, we have a reason to celebrate. But here's what I want you to do on your sermon outline. There's numbers one through five on there under the category of people. I want you to take a moment right now and, and I want you to make a list of five people whom uh, five people in your life whom you want to celebrate this week. I want you to make a list of five people who you want to celebrate this week. You know, I, I don't care who it is. It can be anybody, but there are people in your life that you need to celebrate. And as you work on that list of, of five people, I want you to think about specifically how can I celebrate this person um, you know, do I just need to make time to talk to them? Do I need to write them a card? Um, whatever it is, there are opportunities for you this coming week to celebrate those people, whether it's in person or in some other way. But we all need to learn to celebrate the people in our lives. So think about five people, write their names down there, and then maybe make a note to yourself right now about how you want to celebrate those five people. Now, the, the fourth way, and, and this is what I mentioned earlier, is, is sort of a challenge when we think about celebrating. And, and it's a little different than the previous three because the fourth thing that we need to learn to celebrate in life are the challenges. We need to learn to celebrate the challenges of life. And, and I'll just be real honest. This morning when I woke up, I didn't want to celebrate today. <laughs> I was tog tired. I, I just didn't sleep well last night, and it's sort of gloomy outside, and I'm just sort of like, I have to go to church and celebrate today, you know. But then you start to, to listen to what's going on in the world, and you're like, what is there to celebrate, you know? People have died. People are going to get wind and rain ferociously, you know. They're going to lose their home. People are going to get sick and all sorts of things. And are we supposed to celebrate in those moments? Well, I think we are. 
And I think this is, this is going to be a challenge maybe for some of you to think about it this way. But, but listen to what Paul wrote to the, to the disciples in Rome. He said, said this in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. He says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever really thought that maybe when you run into a trial and to a problem, that it's an opportunity to rejoice? But listen to what Paul says. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Now Paul wrote it again to the church in Philippi in Romans 4.4, this passage we we know very well. It says, rejoice in the Lord when you're feeling good. Is that what it says? No, I think you know what it says, don't you? It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Yeah, you didn't say that very confidently, but you know that, right? But how good are we at rejoicing in the Lord always? always. Not very good, but that's what Paul commands us to do. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, James, the brother of Jesus, he wrote this in his little letter. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So I don't know about you, but apparently Jesus wants us to celebrate even in the difficult days. And that leads me to one of my favorite Old Testament stories that's found in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It's the story of King Jehoshaphat. And I think I like it because I get to say Jehoshaphat. Okay, that's just a neat name. I don't know any kids that are named Jehoshaphat, but if you name your child Jehoshaphat, let me know about that. But anyway, King Jehoshaphat had to go into battle one day. And King Jehoshaphat had to go into this battle, and God gave him a direction that just just doesn't seem like any kind of military commander would do this today. But God told him, I want you to put the choir out front. Did you ever see too many choirs leading battles? Probably not. But that's the kind of thing that God does. And so this is what it says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It says that the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And this is what they sang. They sang, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. They sang as they walked into battle. They sang. And I wonder if there isn't a lesson there for us when we find ourselves in a challenging moment. On a discouraging day, what can we learn from Jehoshaphat? I think what we can learn from Jehoshaphat is very simple. We need to learn to sing. Even if you're tone deaf, okay? When I was a kid growing up in church, we had a lady... She just loved to celebrate. She loved to sing, but she was tone deaf. And when you heard her sing, it just reminded you that 
God says to make a joyful noise, and that's pretty much what she was doing. But you know what? That joy, that joy was within her, and even though she faced all sorts of trials and she couldn't sing a note on tune, she sang with joy because, because she could celebrate what God was doing in her life. And so I wonder, maybe what I'd encourage you to think about this week is when you face a challenge, what's the song that you're going to sing? What's the song that needs to come to your lips and begin to sing? Now, I've, I've told you before, when I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night, I find myself with the lyrics of songs just playing over and over and again in my head. And, and sometimes I, I wake up and I hear those words that are being sung again and again in my head. And all I can think of is, you know, this is just a reminder to me how important songs are in our lives because they bring the truth of God back to us. And isn't that really what celebrations are all about? Celebrations are reminders for all of us about how God has been faithful and how God is at work in our lives. So there's four things that I want you to celebrate this week. I want you to celebrate the milestones in your life. I want you to celebrate the progress that you're making. I want you to celebrate the people in your life and I want you to celebrate those challenges. And if you haven't figured it out by now, sometimes when we find ourselves in those challenging times, what we need to, to note is that at some point down the road, this may become a milestone that we look back on. We may need, while we find ourselves in those challenges, to look and say, how much have I grown through it? We may also need to look back and say, who are the people who've been walking with me through that challenge. So let's say our verse one more time, and maybe this becomes your word. So let's say it one more time. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Would you join me in a word of prayer? Lord, we pray that we might be people who celebrate and rejoice in you each and every day. No matter what we may experience in life, we thank you for the joy of celebration. We thank you for the way that it works not only in our brain, but in our gut, in our heart, and throughout our entire body to change us. And Lord, I pray that we might be filled with the joy of your spirit, that that joy might overflow from us into the world and into the people that we serve today and in this coming week. May your joy truly be the strength of our life. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Lingolstown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you'll leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, Find out more at www.linglestownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.